Welcome to track number 19 of Lay Power. Sit down. 
When I was in medical school, I remember I was in the pediatrics department. You know pediatrics? That is children's doctor. Somebody should give me a piece of paper. Plain. You are blessed. Now, there were three like main lecturers at the time, I can remember. Professors, and then there was this other lecturer. One of the professors said that he, he is so intelligent and he has so much knowledge. When he dies, his brain should be preserved in uh, whatever because of the amount of knowledge. Another one was he, 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 he has so much knowledge. When you have a, an exam with him, I was even warned that look, when you go and you are saying the things and you know a lot, be careful. He, he always needs to be able to be the one who will say the last thing. He said, you see, you don't know. You are students. You are nothing. Because he has so much knowledge. And the other lecturer, we used to call the, that lecturer A. Woloik. A, when you say A in medicine, it means without. So anemia, anemia, without blood. A, a, a what other word do you? Amenorrhea, no period. Asymptomatic, no symptoms. Aplastic, no what? No plastic. Okay. A level, no. No level, no, no, no. It's not like that. So, we used to call that lecturer A. Woloik. A. Woloik. Now, this lecturer who they said was A. Woloik, when she's giving a lecture or she's teaching, and they say, This child has got Kashioko. You see the face, the legs are puffy, the hair, everything. So, this is Kashioko. So, what, how do you treat it? Then the student will be mentioning things. And she said, You have to give a child meat. Then, she give you paper. Draw the size of the meat. Draw the size of the meat the child has to eat. Yeah. Yeah. This side. You see, she was see, because some people will give the child a small meat. Show the meat. Yeah. You see? And she showed the patient. Stella, is it true or is it not true? Yeah. She showed it. Big this and meat. You see, and the students used to like so. The woman should be able to look. No get, no get up. Just meet and whatever. So one day, they did. See, that's what I'm talking about. People who think like we are sort of like we've advanced. One day they did a, a, a what do you call it? Mortality rate or something for the different floors. Everybody has a floor. This one, a person has a floor. This one who knows so much has his floor. The other one who knows so much, the other floor. And they found out that the death rate and the mortality of the woman's aeroloic personnel was far lower than these high-faluting professors, by far. Because, you see, somebody who is just practical said, look, meat, give the child meat, draw it like that. See, this is a... But the patient can... The, the, Patients come, their mothers, they don't, they don't give the children meat or protein or whatever they need. Do you see? 
that person violent. You see, so what I'm saying is that these apparent advanced hot knots, special music and what have you, is leading to nothing. It's all I, I have no respect for it. I, I honestly, I'll be very honest, I have no respect for it. Me, I rarely sing praises and well, I don't know the songs and I don't enjoy them. I rarely, I, I can't flow with it. Not that I can't learn a new song. Look at Bishop Eddie, I used to give him songs. I used to say, oh, this song is good. Just like I find songs, I find songs and give to Ida. I like music, I listen to it. Honestly, we need to rise up and lead the congregation. You see, I, I was reading a book, I've written a book called Out of Shepherd. It's all in that book. There is this guy who, I don't know if he's a pastor, but he had a job for eight years as a shepherd in, I think, in New Zealand. Where he describes a sheep, he said, look, sheep, they, most lay people just look at sheep and feel they'll just leave them in the grass. He said, there is no animal that needs more detailed instruction. Be here, not here, not here, than a sheep. They need detailed guidance. He said, if you leave them to themselves, he said, they'll eat the grass to the way they eat it in the ground and make holes in the ground. You can't just leave them. But the mind is that, oh, just leave the, just leave the goats out there or just leave the sheep out there. He said, there is no animal that needs more detailed, personalized guidance than a sheep. And this is from a real shepherd who has been a shepherd for eight years practically. Are you listening to me? So what I'm saying to you, my dear friend, is that the sheep need detailed guidance. As we are singing the song, it's not that the, the joy as we sing the song is not artificial. And I'm speaking to those of us who are the to controllers of the music in the church. The joy is not artificial. We are not, we are not fooling. Many people didn't know these songs before. How many didn't know these songs before? Raise your hand. You didn't know them. How many knew them before? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's amazing that you know them. But some, some of us didn't know these songs before. But the joy is, is your joy artificial? Are you fooling? Are you fooling as you are singing that it's a great thing to serve the Lord? Are you fooling around? It evokes joy. It's genuine. It's real. It's different. The feeling is different. And you see, the, it, what I will say is songs correspond with teaching. You have a song that corresponds. All the things that I'm teaching, Ida basically doesn't have any song that corresponds with what I'm teaching. That's why she's not singing much. The music always corresponds and um, uh, complements the teachings. So the teachings of those days, do you understand? The teachings of those days, which are the real teachings, were complemented by these songs. As when I was out there and I heard the singing, the song, it is a great thing to say. I said, what a song. I thought about it's a long time since I heard it. I, I mean, just even the word, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Our, our Christian, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Which has been, I would say, this song is, the, is like the embodiment of the message I've been trying to pass along to all of us. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. It's a great thing to work for God. Why don't you work for God? It is a great thing to work for God. Is this not all I've been preaching? All that I preach, you go up and down, but it comes to this point that it is a great thing to serve the Lord. So serve Him. 
are quitting. Stand up. Is that not what I'm telling you? That it's a great thing to serve the Lord. Last night, is that not what I told you? That it's a great thing to serve the Lord. Did I not tell you? That's my whole message. Why are you arguing with me? That is the message. And the people, they sing what you make them sing. Even the singing. People have as much sex as you teach them to have. You may think that it's natural. Tigers and lepers, they don't have uh, instruction on when to have sex. They just do it. That's why they do it so much. Leopards, they don't eat for one week and they have sex every hour for one week. You see them blind by each other like that. Hourly for one week. You say you want to do without instruction. Then learn from a leopard. Without eating. <laughs> the one that we are teaching you Christ less. If we leave you to nature. <laughs> You see the professor his children were dying his ward was full of dying children mortality rates and the, the one that the people you see and that is the voice of the people even the students the students this, among the students that were saying that she's a woloic wolo is book a woloic so no book she doesn't know book a woloic she doesn't know books so we call her a woloic it's just our own word martha do you remember did you also hear it did you hear it you know who i'm talking about isn't it? Yeah. and you are about six years behind me but you know the person stella you know you don't know ah, okay but you know yeah and other doctors know. did you know you know yeah a woloic You know, doctor, I saw you know. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Is it? Is, you are trying to say as in English, it's bereft of knowledge. <laughs> but among the medical students, A. Wolui. She doesn't know the Wolu. Wolu is book in Gan. In the Gan language, Wolu is book. So A. Wolu. A is a medical term. Wolu is a Gan term. Ik is just been added. A. Wolui. <laughs> This is how the students are taught. Meanwhile, she's the best doctor. She's the best. Her, her children are living. Her, her babies and her children were surviving, growing, getting cured in the world. She's giving practical advice. She's the one that you say she doesn't know. They are getting, she'll draw. Students were asked to draw the meat. Were asked to draw. That's why I asked for a sheet of paper. Because I always remember. I was told... She will ask you for that. So you see, you people who think you are advanced in this work, you must look, Bible says, by their fruits you shall know them. The fruits of what we are producing are revealing that what we are giving is poison. It's poisoning the church and diluting the church and destroying the fiber and the fabric and the foundations of the church. If the products 
that are coming and what is coming. We are the products of the scripture union. I'm a product. Bishop Saki, my wife, Bishop Eddie, we are product of the scripture union. And this, we are product of these songs. We are product of these kind of messages. We are product of Bible study. We are product of the Bible. I'm telling you, how you sit here and you don't know where is resurrection, where is love, where is faith, where is anakazo, where is this? You don't know. Ah! It's your product of us and our kind of books that we've written and our kinds of teachings and the kind of things that we have fed to you. It's true. Telling you. And you have put out our kind of songs. We are make you sing a song that, you know, we feel was an advanced song. And we have despised the songs that made us what we are. See how we are still preaching on I'm telling you, we've been preaching since we were teenagers. I've been preaching since I was 16 years old. Since I was 16 years old, I've been preaching this same thing, going around, visiting, drawing maps to people's houses, finding people since I was 16 years old. They thought that I wouldn't last. And I'm still doing it. And I'm telling you, this is what I've made up. And I'm sharing you, this is, what we, this is the way we are going. All those who want to go a different way, woe to you. So quiet time. Is that, and I dedicated my book on quiet time to a sister who taught me how to have my quiet time. The first thing she taught me when I came into the fold was to have a quiet time. Not that I'm imagining or, or I'm trying to say something nice about her. Or I'm trying to uh, remember an old friend. But the fact of the matter is that she was sitting here and I'm sitting here and she says where is the Bible bring the Bible and where is the book daily guide open here open here we sit together she said read here and then read here I did it at Chimota school in the dining hall she taught me and it became my best habit the best habit that I ever learned in my life yes it's not that I just want to mention somebody's name but it's a fact and all my messages come from my quiet time. People don't know. People think I'm listening to tapes. I listen to tapes, but my main messages, they are all from quiet time. Yeah. My books, they are from my quiet time. If I have to throw out something, I'll throw out the messages and take the Bible. And have the quiet time. It's true. Okay. So, quiet time makes you have a personal relationship. The most important habit Number three, during your quiet time, you draw near to God and He draws near to you. All right. Draw nigh to God, He will draw nigh to you. Number four, a quiet time makes you read the most important book in the world. So, this is the fourth reason why you must have your quiet time. Amen. Because it makes you read the most important book, it makes you develop the most important relationship, it makes you develop the most important habits. It makes you draw near to God. It makes you read the most important book in the world. Have you got four reasons? Huh? Now, number five. The fifth reason. The Bible is the most important book in the world. Amen? And Monterio William, in comparing other religious books to the Bible, said, pile them, if you will, on the left side of your study table. But place your own holy Bible on the right side, all by itself. 
all alone and with a wide gap between them. For there is a gulf between it and the so-called secret books of the East, which severes the one from the other utterly, hopelessly and forever. A veritable gulf which cannot be bridged over by any science of religious thought. He said, pile all the books on the left and put the Bible alone on the right. There is a big gap between every other book and the Bible. Pile them if you will, but pile them on one side, on the left. And put the Holy Bible alone on the right. It is alone in its class. There is nothing that compares. My book can never be compared to the Bible. The part of my book that is of value is the part that is related to the Bible. And that's why I don't write books that are not related to the Bible. I could write books on economics, prosperity, success. I have written. But even the books I've written on those things, they are related to the Bible. I don't want to go to heaven and want to crash my books into powder when I see them over there. I pray that every single book that I've written will have approval before God. Amen. Amen. So lay people, you need quiet time. Amen. Number five, a quiet time is your personal school of the word. Amen. Amen. In John chapter 16 verse 12, he says, I have many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth and he will show you things to come. As you read your Bible, the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Amen. 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 Number six, the sixth reason why you must have your quiet seven things that are happening through during your quiet time number one is what you're developing most important relationship of your life number two is what you have you're developing what most important habits and number three you are drawing near to God. That's why you must have your quiet time. Number four, you are reading the most important book in the world. And number five, it's a personal school. How many want a personal school? Extra classes. Huh? You need a personal school of the word. Extra classes. Number six, during your quiet time, you increase in your personal knowledge of the scriptures amen bible says add to your faith virtue and to virtue add knowledge amen, amen. what do you think second peter chapter 1 verse 5 add to your faith virtue and add to virtue knowledge you must add knowledge even though you are like us amen, amen. what is this Amen. Amen. Okay. And number seven. Or second Peter chapter three, verse eighteen. It says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Second Peter chapter three, verse eighteen. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior jesus christ 
And number seven, during your quiet time, you experience the presence of God. Adam experienced the presence of the Lord in the Garden of Eden until he backslid. Amen. Bible says, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. Amen. Are you there? Hallelujah. Amen. All right. How many are blessed with a quiet time? All right. Ida, sing something. It's those quiet times, quiet times. They are so precious to me. Oh, no. 
Powerful effects of the quiet time on your life. Number one, a daily quiet time prevents hurts and reduces pain in this life. Amen. John 8 12. Jesus said, I am the truth, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. Amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. Amen. There I will make the horn of David to bud, and I have ordained a lamp for mine anointed. Psalm 132 verse 17. Amen. Amen. 15 powerful effects of a quiet time. The first one is that it reduces hurt and pain in your life. Now, how does a quiet time reduce hurt and pain in your life? It reduces pain in your life by giving you light. What should you do in this life? What should you do? Where should you go? What should you say? There's a song like that. What to do? Where to go? We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well In his timing he will tell Where to go What to do What to say We must wait 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 on the Lord We must wait 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 on the Lord Learn our lessons well in his timing, he will tell where to go, what to say, what to do. We must wait. Come on, everybody. Wait. Wait on the Lord. We must wait. Wait. Wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. In his timing, he will tell. Where to go, what to do, and what to say. We must wait, wait, just wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. Oh, in His timing, He will tell where to go, what to do. And what to say. How many want to know where to go? And what to do? And what to say? We must wait on the Lord. We must have our quiet time. Bible said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Amen. It's a light for my path. The word of God. You may not know how, what it does to, um, what do you call it? To, to, to guide you. You see, one of the things about the word of God is that, it works in a certain way 
in a little by little way. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not something that happens to you overnight. Amen. And it's something that works. I mean, if you take, if you look at uh, Mr. Brother, Brother Ben Johnson, will you stand up please? How many of you think that this brother became tall like this when his mother gave him, you know, one big bowl of contumbre and yam? And then he grew tall. No. It, it, it is not the case. So, when, when we say that the Bible, reading the Bible will show you where to go and what to do. People don't believe it. They feel that an angel must come and say to you what to do today. No. By reading the Bible gradually, daily, 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 and personally having a personal revelation, it forms a kind of guidance for you and where to go, what to say, what to do, becomes something that is part of you. I mean, it's not in one day that Ben Johnson was told how to use a fork and a knife. Gradually, gradually, anybody who is big and tall did not become big and tall spiritually suddenly. Yes. And look at how tall he is. It's not overnight. Slowly, step by step, step by step, he became who he was. And so this light of the word, I tell you, that's why sometimes you see somebody who doesn't look so spiritual or so spooky. And he will say, he will not say so much, the Lord spoke to me, I heard in the night. The Lord said, the Lord, but he seemed always doing the right thing. Because the word has been coming, keeps on forming. Okay, don't be proud. Okay, be humble. Okay, uh, by, only by pride cometh contention. Okay, uh, 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 the wisdom that is from above is pure, first pure, peaceful. So it means you should be pure. It's wise to be pure. It's peaceful. It's wise to be peaceful. Easy to be entreated. It's wise to be easy to be advised. Not something that's difficult to talk to. Full of good fruit. Without hypocrisy. It's wise to be without hypocrisy. Gradually, it will guide you. Without hypocrisy. Without partiality. It's wise not to be partial. I mean, all these things will form your life. And a day comes, you know what to do. You know where to go. You know what to say. Without having a vision on that very day of where to go and what to do and what to say. So the greatness of your life, it comes by daily. Quite, and when I tell people that my greatest secret, the, I wrote a book, a little book called The Secret, that the greatest secret of my life is the quiet time. People, they, they, they don't believe it. But if I ask, how did this person become so tall? What's the secret? Little by little. Little by little. Little by little. Not suddenly. One big... Uh, what do you call it? Of contumbre and yam. And then you suddenly shoot up. Sit down. You see, one day, a certain mother was advising her little daughter. Yes. And she was advising the daughter because the daughter had had a baby and was getting bigger. So the mother called the daughter and advised her and told her that, listen, 
hips lemo you see in gun hips lemo kemusu agbofemo ebale fiofio do you understand it in gun hips lemo the widening of which place are the hip is it here the side this place the hips lemo kemusu musu this is the musu agbo is big femo is becoming a bale fio 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 we small small little by little so she was warning her little daughter that chale hips lemo kemusu agbo femo a bale what fio fio this is a very deep saying and worthy of all acceptation tell your neighbor hips lemon if you want to have spiritual hips yeah spiritual hips that are very wide spiritual hips so that you'll be spiritually beautiful hips lemon tell somebody hips lemon that means that when the hips are laying, lay means that it's becoming lay. It's lay. Lemo. Hips lemo. Ke musum. Agbo. Agbo. Musum is stomach. Agbo. Femo. Femo. Becoming. Stomach is going this way and the hips are going this way. A ballet what? Feel, feel. So, how many want to have beautiful spiritual mega hips? How many want to be a mighty hipped mega hip spiritual brother and sister? What about a spiritual brother with a big stomach like Goliath? Feel, 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 yeah. Do you think I came to be preaching what I'm preaching suddenly? I just woke up and said, Shoot, I've arrived. Yes, I'm the man of God. I'm coming to preach. No. The lane of my hips and the agbofemo of my musu. It came how? Feel, feel. And the lane of your hips and the agbofemo of your musu. It will come feel, feel. Every day, small quiet time. This any time I preach about quiet time, I remember this particular advice that this mother, a very good mother, gave her daughter very good advice. You see, out of experience, you will not know. Say that look, just hip, lemon, and this stomach, you will not see. Every day, small fufu, small rice, small jam, small bread. Small Milo, Gary, is becoming slowly, slowly. Before I realize, you cannot pass through the door. When you sit on the aeroplane, you have to hire two seats, two A and two B, or forty-two A, forty-two B. Hips lemo, kep musu agbofemo ebale fio fio. Even if you don't understand gang, you have to know this is the only gang. This is the only gun you know in the whole world is this statement. You have to learn. Have you written it? Hips lemo. Hips lemo. Ke musu agbo femo. Ebale fio fio. 
hips lemo. If you don't speak Ghana, this one there, you must speak it. The back one, how does it say? <laughs> She said the back one. That one, how do they say? No, 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 no. 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 I cannot add that one. I cannot add that one. I I should add a duna. Duna. Duna miss. No, that that is not part of the original quotation. I cannot add it. I cannot add it. it Bible says, "Do not add or subtract from the word." So, if you are going to be a lay person who is rising up and becoming what God has ordained for you to become, you are going to have to do what? Quiet time daily. 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 Feel, feel. Feel, feel. Everybody say feel, feel. Feel, feel. How do you say it in tree? Kakra, kakra. And how do you say it in ebe? Vide, vide. Vide, vide. Vide, vide. Bovide. Bovide. Osebide. Smaller and smaller. Osebide. Bovide. Osebide. Bovide. Osebide. Bovide. Osebide. Ebale what? Do you want to be mighty as a Lycos? Yes. A mighty Lycos? Yes. Then what do you need to do? Feel, feel. Many times, some wives will be growing fat, their husbands will make a comment, and they will flare up. Go for those other slim ones. Because of that, they are not able to receive advice. Until they receive advice in the town. When they realize that none of the dresses of slim ladies fit them. It's true. And it has come feel, feel until you have changed completely. Even people cannot recognize you. When they say, oh, you are... Oh, are you sister? <laughs> anyway, it's been a long time. What they are trying to say is not that it's been a long time. They are trying to say you are now like a balloon. <laughs> and a ballet what? How many want to be a spiritual balloon? Mighty spiritual balloon. A ballet what? If you want to put on weight, drink below every day. Yeah, in the evening before you sleep. With milk and sugar. If you want to put on weight, feel, feel every day. Huh? Sugar bread too. I, I had somebody who worked for Milu. 
and, and she used to work for Milo. She gave us that advice that if you want to put on every evening, Milo, milk, sugar, makes it drink and sleep. Feel it will just enter the <laughs> hips and uh, musum. Tell somebody, hips lemo. Kemusun agbo femo. Ebale fio fio. Tell your neighbor, spiritual hips lemo. Ke spiritual musun agbo femo. Ebale fio fio. Amen. Thy word is a light. Look, the Bible says, That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Jesus. His word is the light of your life. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me, John 8 12, shall not, it's one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. It says, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. In other words, the light that you need for your life. The light of life. The light that you need for your life, you have it through Jesus and through his word. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. This life, the light you need for this life is found through Jesus. He that followeth me, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. If you follow Jesus every day, you read his word every day, he talks to you every day, you shall not walk in darkness, but you are rather going to have the light that you need for life. Isn't that a powerful verse? Underline it in your Bible before it's too late. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of, not the light of the world. (laughs) not light the light of life life's light life's light comes by following Jesus Christ Michaela do you want life's light do you want light for your life what should Michaela do come 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 Is this, is this your bag? Okay. It's a nice bag. Now, supposing you are walking in darkness of life. Isn't it? Isn't it? Close your eyes. You are in the darkness of this life. Now, she doesn't know what to do. So she goes this way. See, you are causing problems in your life. You've gone to bump into an important person. Then, ah! Don't you know what to do? Huh? You are doing the wrong thing all the time. You are doing the wrong thing. You are going the wrong way all the time. You are hurting your life. That's why I said the first point. The quiet time, it relieves you of a lot of pain because she doesn't have. I'm about to put on the lights of her life. Close your eyes, man. You are still in darkness. We are yet to put the light for her life. This 
world. The, the, the way that she's supposed to go is here. When she goes there, she'll come through the prosperity, grass, cars, all the cars that she needs, they're all out here. But she's still going to the wrong, she's going to the wrong place. She's going to the Oh! Ah! Don't you think? Can't you see? You're always taking wrong decisions in, in life. He's married. He's married. He's married already. His, his wife is right here. He's also married. He's also married. He's a pastor. Ah. Okay, now she needs the, the light of life. So, come in, Lawrence. Be the light of his life. Put on the light. Hold it. The lamp. Ah, okay. Now the light has come on. Now lead, lead the light. Let's show the light of life. Wow. Peace has come. Uh, all her problems first. Lead her to the cars. Look at, look at the four-wheel drive. Nice car and a nice husband outside waiting for her. Wow. That this time there's no crisis anymore. Because she has what? The light of life. No pain, no pain, no pain. And then, husband, come. Husband, come. Hold her hand. Now she come visiting. Come visiting with the light. Okay, the light. You need, still need the light of life. She's got her, her, her nice, beloved husband. Wow. 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 The light of her life. Light of her life. Oh. Hold him well. Hold him well. Hold him well. Hey. <laughs> Where, where the car keys? The car keys there. The car keys that you. The car keys. For, 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 for that, that, that car. Uh, look at the husband has bought a car. For. No, she should hold the keys. A6. What's the car? Uh, car. A. Hey, or the A6. Hey. Oh, since you have the light of life. Lead, lead them. Lead them further to the ministry. Down there. Down there. To the ministry. Lead them to the ministry. Wow. The light of the world, the light of the world. Wow, the light of this life. After so many, when she didn't have the light, she was going for a defaming uh, people's husbands, crashing into people, spoiling the keyboards. Oh, but when the light came, look at how she's flowing. Look at how she's lifted up her hand. She's so happy. Wow, how many want to be happy like that? Then what do you need? The light of this life. Life. Light of life. Light of life. Life's light. Life's light. Okay. Clap for the uh, actors. Alright. So, Ebale what? Feel, feel. Ebale, don't think that you just suddenly one day you know. God will stand there and say something. Small, small. Every day you learn something. Don't do this. Do this. This is good. This is why. This is this. This is what happened. This is what happened to Jacob. This is what happened to Esther. This is what happened to this. This is what happened. Every that's why we read all those stories. How it happened to Esther. How Esther did this. How this happened. What Ruth did. What this person did. Every day, small, small. You cannot learn quickly. That's why we have class one to six before you learn five times five. You go for six years. It takes a long time to learn a lot of things. So that when I look at my little daughter and that, I mean, how the whole year they will learn two times two, two, two plus one, two times two for one year. Hey, <laughs> when will she start learning light, physics, geography, literature? This it's so long. 
So see how long it takes for a child. That's how long it takes for us spiritually to learn. That's why we need continuous camps and continuous meetings. That's why you can say, oh, I've been for a camp before, so that's it. And that's why pastors who sit in front, we must not inhibit people who are preaching. When you say, oh, these are basic, these are fundamental, this man that like, doesn't have any other thing. No, you are preventing people who are in school who need to go through six years of learning two times four. You are preventing people. When you say, what is this? Then four people will shout, is this? As if everybody knows. It's not true. Stop that thing. Stop it. You are deceiving everybody. It takes years and years and years for people to know things. They need experiences, different things. Huh? Before people know anything. So stop, stop this type. Oh, these are basic. Oh, these ones are just fundamentals. These are what? It's not fundamentals. It's what there is. Alright? 15 powerful effects of quiet time. People don't know loyalty. You think they know. They don't know it. You have to say it again a thousand times. We are going to say it. Amen. Amen. Number two. Daily quiet time guarantees a harvest of nice things. Amen. Wow. This is from the book Quiet Time. I hope you get your copy outside. Huh? Get your copy outside. Should I give you a break so that you get your copies? So that you just go to the chapter. Because if the chapter is right there, you don't have to write all these points. Chapter 11. Since we came this morning, I've been preaching from the book Quiet Time. Do you want a copy? Who wants a copy? Raise your hand. They'll bring to you with your money. How much is one? Now, we don't just give books free. We have stopped that thing. You have to buy it. It shows that you value it. Because we have money for everything. The word of God there should be dashed. A daily quiet time guarantees a good harvest of nice things. Amen. A good harvest of what? Why does it guarantee a good harvest? Because the Bible says the word is a seed. The seed is the word. So if you keep putting the word into you, it is going to lead to a seed being put into you and that seed that is in you is going to bring forth a harvest. So as you keep planting the word in you, it leads to a certain kind of harvest one day in your life. And that is why the quiet time is so powerful. It is somebody putting a seed into himself every day. Now, when you sit down and you watch pornographic films, or you sit down and you watch certain kinds of films every day, you are putting a certain seed into your life. If you sit down and you watch Bold and Beautiful and some of these other soap operas, you are putting a certain seed. Your mind will always be thinking about affairs. There are some people whose mind always thinking of affairs. Any, any boy and girl you see together, no, eh, this, this, your mind starts to work. Because all those things are in you. They are the seeds that have been put into you, either by films, by life, by whatever experiences. So your whole mind only works on affairs. You have never seen anything pure before. You do not know anything that is pure. You have never seen it before. If somebody says a virgin, you say it's lying. 
If somebody says, I've been with this person, I don't have any bad thing to do, you can't believe it. Your mind only works that by all means, this is what has happened. Because that's all that you have, have referred into you. And a lot of people, that's all. You've read books, you've seen things, there are seeds that have gone into you. Events have happened, things have happened, and those are the seeds that are you. And that's all that comes out of you. Affairs, relationships, affairs, this one is doing this, this one will do this, this one will do that, and this happened, and that happened, and that. Oh, your mind is just twisted and twirling. Yeah. It is a harvest of what has gone into you. And sometimes people are filled with fear because of what they have watched. Films they've watched, things they've seen. All those things feed into you. And in the end, you get a harvest. So the word of God is a seed that must come into you. And that seed in you will one day lead to a harvest, a particular harvest of something. Yes. Many things that are in that are put into me from childhood. Because the learning, it takes years. It takes years and years. If you want a quiet time book, just lift your hand. They'll give you one. I mean, you, you buy right here. 20 CDs. That's another thing. Carry it away. And you when they are doing exams. It's just like the evangelism that we are doing that is not from our hearts. The reading of the book is not from our heart just to pass an exam. So the seed doesn't get into us. And when the seed doesn't get into God, it's it says, when I say the seed gets into you, don't know that the book is in your hand, though, or that you've read the book, but the seed of the word has entered your spirit. And that, sp- that seed does not enter your heart. Do you understand? Because that seed does not enter your heart because you don't put it in your heart. You put it in your head for the exam. <laughs> and so you don't get the harvest. That is why even though people are being forced to do exams in the church, the harvest of mature believers who know the word and pastors, it's not coming forth. Because all the reading that they do is for an exam. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Every, look, everything you watch, everything you hear, Every music you hear, it's all a seed. Yes, it's all a seed. Number three, a daily quiet time burns away unwanted things in your life. Because the Bible says in Jeremiah 5, 14, it says, Wherefore thus saith the Lord God of hosts, because you speak this word, I will make my words in thy mouth fire, and these people would, and it shall devour them. The word of God is fire. Amen. Amen. Only the word of God can remove certain things that are in us. Uh, some of us are trying to change our husbands, trying to change our wives, trying to change our children. Charlie, at the end of the day, only God, only his word can change a person. Somebody visited a prison. And when he came back from the prison, you know what he said? He said, he eats. Hello? I'm the only one preaching, please. Somebody visited a prison. And he said, when he visited a prison, he interviewed so many people. Everybody said, oh, you know, me, I, I didn't do it. I'm not guilty. I was framed. This and that. So by the time he came out of the prison, he made a comment. He said, I've never seen in America, 
the largest group of innocent people that have been gathered in one place like this because people in our lives we do not admit things <laughs> like what I'm preaching there are people who do not admit what I'm preaching amen people do not admit when you point out somebody you are doing this you are this no people don't admit things that is one of the things that causes a lot of husbands and wives to have conflict because there is no referee and especially if your spouse says something you are not likely to accept it because we have become like equals it's true so you find out that that is where but in the church setting when there, there are others there when you do this everybody says ah, what you are doing is wrong how can you say that you are, the, you are causing a big problem that when you are alone only two people there is no one there to point out say that this thing that you are doing in some way so that's what leads more and more and more and more so because people do not admit things if people want, you take a gun, you shot somebody, say you are, I am not. I say, I say, I have not killed him. I say, I have not. It's a basic character of human. Only God can actually change people. Amen. Only God can really change somebody. So that is why you need to have your quiet because the quiet time, God Himself will work on things. And so anybody who has his quiet time or her quiet time, you see that the person gradually changes from the quiet time. The quiet time is what changes, but not when somebody confronts you with something. When somebody confronts you, that thing doesn't change you. Yeah. Pastors, when you convert, they don't see. One day I made a grave mistake. There was a pastor who was um, being rebellious. And I made the grave mistake of making a reference to Isaiah. I was trying to explain to him that because he had gone abroad and come, it had affected him. And he was becoming proud. And that's why he was saying the things he was saying. So I said that the Bible talks about Lucifer, the son of the morning. That he said, thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. And thy heart has been lifted up. When he heard that thing, he said, Me today, I am Lucifer. That's why he told so I am now Lucifer. You see, and he shifted the whole thing. I was using an analogy like how Jesus says, I will come like a thief in the night. He didn't say, Now I'm a thief. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm a thief. But he says, I'm calling you a thief. He said, I'm, I, I'm not calling you Lucifer. I'm saying that Lucifer was in heaven walking in the midst of stones of fire. And then it affected him, and then his heart was lifted up. That's what I'm saying. So I say that the Europe that you've gone, it has affected you. You were not like this when you were in Ghana. You have not traveled before. You have not got a visa before. We got a visa before for you. We put you on a plane. You went. We have not seen Abrochi before. Now you've gone and come. Now everything is different. That's how people change. So we are trying to point out to the person that you have changed. Hey, I'm Lucifer. Today I'm Lucifer. Since that experience, when I see a very bad thing, I don't say it. I will let the person have his quiet time. Through the quiet time, God may show the person that he is behaving like Lucifer. How many understand what I'm talking about? How many want to have your quiet time every day quickly from now? Do you want it so that God can work on you? 
Yeah. People don't admit things. If you like, go to prison. Maybe all of us must go to prison. I mean, on visitation. And every prisoner you ask, ask him, so how? Why are you here? He said, oh, I have not done anything. Not done anything and they brought me here. Huh? I, don't, I don't know if you know why I'm here. False accusation. Wow. Isn't that fantastic? So, that is why in court, they don't even know, care whether you say you are guilty or you are not guilty. In fact, actually, they prefer you to say you are not guilty. Because whatever, they are going to prove it. You did this, you did this, you did So, based on the evidence, not what you say, based on the evidence, you are guilty. Whether you say you are guilty or not guilty, it doesn't mean anything. Huh? Yeah. Sometimes when you say you are guilty, they say, no, no, say you are not guilty so that we do the case. The judge, the judge will say, no, say you are not. It's like you cannot just end it by what you say. <laughs> Is it not amazing? Is it not fantastic? Okay, number four. Daily quiet time breaks down. Huh? Breaks down what? Evil strongholds. It's the same thing. Number five. A daily quiet time leads to the cutting away. Because the Bible says in Jeremiah 23, 29, it's not my word like a fire and like a hammer. Amen. Number five. Daily quiet time leads to the cutting away of unwanted aspects of our lives and our character. The Bible says that the word of God is a sword. Isn't it? The word of God is also a knife. So that knife is what cuts away unwanted parts of our lives. Amen. So you see why I'm encouraging you to have your quiet time? How many can see why I'm encouraging you to have your quiet time? Because when I encourage you to have your quiet time, that will cut away the things. Because the word of God is a hammer. It's a sword. It will cut anyway. And if you genuinely have your quiet time, a lot of things about you will change. Yeah. So, if I'm going to marry somebody, I would like to marry somebody who has a quiet time every day. And to me, when you have your quiet time every day, it's more important than if we have a family devotion. 